Welcome back to another episode of Make It Happen Today with Lisa and Claire. Thank you so much for everyone who's still tuning in every week to listen to us. We really do appreciate your support. Please do like our social media pages. We've got Facebook and Instagram. And if you have any feedback, please do let us know because we want to make this podcast as good as we can for you guys that are listening. So a huge thank you from the both of us. This week, we are talking about trusting your intuition. And with our lives being so busy, how many times do we actually pay attention to our own intuition? We're always thinking of the next thing that we need to do, or we're preoccupied with the thoughts of our day, worrying about something that's happened, or even looking forward to the next thing that's about to happen. So when we're asked to make a decision about something, and I know this is true for me sometimes, whether it be accepting a job, entering a new relationship, or buying a house, we quite often neglect to think about what our instincts are actually telling us. And the reason I think this is so important is because I I think, as we've kind of mentioned in the past, there are so many external influences that could actually cloud our judgment and they could be influences such as your friends and your family or they could be just from what you feel you should be doing so going back to the examples that I just gave in the intro if you're looking at a job for example I know a lot of us this is true for it our our parents just want us to get a good job they want us to earn a reasonable living they want us to be able to live comfortably they just want the best for us and that's the same kind of message that you see across social media when you talk to your friends. So we can find ourselves under a lot of pressure, I think, to find a job, to earn a certain wage, because that's what we feel we're meant to do. When in reality is we're not getting in touch with our intuition. We're not thinking to ourselves, well, what do I actually enjoy doing? And what would I actually like to do? Um, Whilst I earn money at the same time, we're more focused on what's going to you know, in the traditional sense, progress a lot better and potentially earn us more money so that we can live a particular lifestyle. And the same thing goes for like if you're buying a house. So for me, when I moved into my current house, which was um, quite a few years ago now, to be fair, I was under, we were both under pressure from the estate agents as well, which doesn't help, I think, when you're buying a house, because once you've sold yours, you're then told, right, you need to find something now, because otherwise your buyer's going to get itchy feet and they're going to move on, which is just, I think, unhelpful. So when we were looking for our house, we, um, we, we searched many, many different properties, and there'd be something in each of the houses that we were just like, no, they didn't tick all of the boxes. There'd be like small rooms or it's a small garden. There was some reason that we thought, you know what, actually, this isn't what we want. And then we kind of lost faith a little bit. And then the estate agent actually recommended a particular house, which is where we are now. We weren't too sure, to be fair, whether or not we wanted to go and look at it. But we thought, what have we got to lose? And the strangest thing is that when we both walked in the front door, we know that that house was for us. And it's just our intuition obviously kicked in. There was something about the house that made us feel, before we'd even seen any any of the rooms, that something was right about that house. And I think that's what we need to hone into so much more is in everything in our lives, not just buying a house or or going for a job. They were just a couple of examples. 
But I think when we really start to trust what our instincts are telling us, that's when we end up making the best decisions and actually really enjoying our lives because we're not doing something for anybody else. We're doing it purely for ourselves. Yeah, I 100% agree with that, actually. And I can pinpoint a couple of times that my intuition has led me into something amazing and also where it ha- where I've gone against that intuition and it hasn't worked out. So like you, I remember uh, this house, I remember walking in and thinking, oh my God, I absolutely love it. This is the house for me. I have to have this house. And the same with my previous house. My previous house, I even pulled onto the drive and I knew this was the house for me. And it's weird how these things pan out. It's like such an instinct that you know that this is meant to be. And and we are fortunate that actually you and I, it it worked out, you know, we knew straight away this is it and there's there's no compromise on this and we got what felt right to us. Weirdly enough... um, the same thing happened for me when we picked our secondary school. So we met for everybody listening, Lisa and I met at secondary school. And I knew when I walked into the hall, I said to my parents, this is the school for me. We don't need to look anywhere else. And they said, this is the first school we've mm. looked at. And I said, we don't need to go anywhere else. I'm going here. And they said, but Claire, you need to, like, we need to weigh up your options. And I said, there are no options. We can waste as much time as you want. This is the school I'm going to. And it was. And that's where we went until we were 18. And and I absolutely loved it. And it was the best decision I made because then it opened doors and, you know, it was it hard work. It was a hard school. Yeah, of course. But then it opened doors for the future for us. Mm. Um, I also remember talking about a relationship where I had met a guy um, who asked me to move in with him in uh, Bromley do you remember um I was dating a guy and I said to my mom I was like mom I'm just not sure this is right it doesn't feel right for me she was you know she said to me okay such a nice guy he can really offer you a lot of things he's got an amazing job he's got money he comes from a good background you really should you know what have you got to lose kind of thing and I was just mum I'm not sure I'm not sure and she says no I think it could be a really good thing for you like he's a really nice guy so I moved in even moving there I remember not feeling great and I moved in and I moved back out again six months later and it was a terrible decision that I made and I hurt him in the process I hurt myself in the process and I really wish I had never done that and I knew in my gut that it was not the right decision um, but yeah, a conversation with my mother and she kind of supports, sort of not pushed me because no one can push you to make a decision, but she kind of led me down that route and it, and I knew inside it was the wrong decision and I went with it anyway and it, it was ended up badly, you know, so I moved out and I then had nowhere to live and had to move home, my tail between my legs and it was just terrible and I hurt him along the way and um, I think it's it's so important and you know within yourself and I think it's it's about having the courage to listen to that intuition um, because it's always there you always know whether something Mm. feels right or wrong Um, and it is just feeling for me following that and every time you follow that you can never go wrong like Mm. you know deep inside and that's really important Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, you mentioned, you you said, you know, in your gut. And that's, you know, we, we've all heard the saying, you know, trust your gut. And it's yeah. it's so true because, you know, how many times when you've trusted your gut and it's been the best decision ever. And it's like when something just feels a bit off as it did for you, obviously it caused more, you know, upset potentially in the long term. Because like you said, you did hurt him in the process because it was it sort of went against your instinct. But I mean, you know, when when you're younger, I think and even now, even now at our age, I think, you know, when you have like a, a good relationship with your family and friends you know you do listen to what they say but sometimes mm. that can cloud your own intuition because your mum's right you know he's he had a good job so she's looking as a caring parent you know he's someone who's you know can take care of you financially obviously has got a stable job quite a sensible person but it just didn't feel right and that's the yeah. thing that is what is more important than everything else and how many times have we come across people who like I know I've done this myself where I'm like there is something off about that person and I've not been able to logically explain why I just don't feel right around somebody I've just got a bad vibe and every time I felt that it has proven to be true so mm. I think there's so much to be said for like our intuition and it's almost like when you think when you're a kid when you're a kid it's so much easier because kids won't do stuff if they don't want to do it they you know you think like your toddlers when, when your kids are toddlers and you say to them right I want you to do this and like, I don't want to do that so they know straight away whereas as you get older you know and people ask you to do something and because it could be a group of friends that all want to do one thing that you don't you feel oh well maybe I ought to do that really because everyone else is even though it doesn't feel right for you we end up moving away from our intuition or we like now we just lead busier lives you know with work with raising families you know with the amount of stuff that's available to us now just the speed of life is so much quicker that I think it's there's so many distraction that distractions nowadays that actually it is more difficult to tune into your intuition which is why I think actually the last year has been quite a good thing for a lot of people to get back in touch because they haven't been able to go out They've had to stay at home. They've had to spend a lot of time with themselves. And I know some people don't like that, but I feel like it is so important to actually slow yourselves down. And that's what COVID has kind of enabled us to do. It's forced the entire world to actually slow down. And I think, you know, I've looked at it as an opportunity to actually trust my intuition a bit more and become more in tune with it. And um, whilst I was researching for this, this episode, I actually found a quote from Giselle and she said, um, the more you trust your intuition, the more empowered you become, the stronger you become and the happier you become. And I think, you know, going back on what we've just said, when you go with your gut or your intuition, whatever you want to call it, you start to enjoy life. You know, you start to really feel like you're in your elements. Life starts to flow. It doesn't feel like a challenge because you're not going against the grain. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And, and COVID has forced us to evaluate lots of things in our life. And we've covered lots of them in, in previous episodes. And I think it is really important. And it is really, you know, Giselle's absolutely correct. You do become more empowered when you follow your instincts. I'm a massive believer in that because you believe in your decisions. You believe in 
what is right for you and you stick with that and if you can stick with what is right for you you are definitely so much happier you know if you believe this you're working on a job and it's just not it's not fulfilling you and it's not bringing you joy and whether you know the reason or you don't know the reason but you just feel that this isn't Mm -hmm. for you if you make that change um it's so empowering and you know when you've moved roles it could be within a within a company or to a new company you know it's the right thing for you and I've covered that before I had a job and and it just didn't feel it didn't feel great for me I really I loved it at the start and there was a shift in the company and and the management and everything and it just wasn't right for me and so I started looking for a new job and actually I quit before I had a new job, um, which was a really risky move because I had rent to pay and everything. But I know that the role was really making me miserable and I knew that I had to make a change. And actually, I got offered another job a couple of weeks later. And so it was the best decision to make for me because I was releasing myself from what was causing me upset and and stress on a daily basis Mm. and yes I had worry that I was I didn't have another job to go to but actually it worked out perfectly because I knew and I believed that something was better for me and so then when you trust that and we've talked about this as well is when you open your mind such amazing things can flow to you when you believe in it it is scary though, isn't it? Like you were saying, you know, you left your job and didn't have one to go to. And the thing is, if you talk that through with people, people would say the logical thing to you, you know, like, how are you going to yeah. pay your rent? How are you going to pay yeah. your bills? They, they, Of course, they're going to say things like that only because they care about you, not because they, they want to be malicious and stop you from, you know, making that decision. But you're absolutely yeah. right. It is this feeling that you get. And it's something that I don't even know how to describe it. It's just something you just know. It's just a knowing that you have. Mm. Um, But I think when we're surrounded by other people's opinions and their views on life, it is so difficult sometimes to even know what you want yourself. So I, I look at it like if you were at home on your own and no one else was around you and you think about a situation where you're not sure what you need to do is what do you want to do? What do you feel is right for you, irrespective of what other people think or what they might say or what they might do? You know, I was listening to a podcast earlier today and there was a a snippet of a Jay-Z interview. And he basically said how his uncle told him that he couldn't sell a million records. And he said, you know, my uncle was just, you know, thinking he was doing the best by saying, you know, I just don't want you to and I don't want you to feel like you, you're not going to make anything of yourself he was doing what any loving family member would do and he said you know and I did make a million records he said because when someone says to you you can't do something it's because they believe that they can't not that you believe that you can't and I think and that's why we end up ignoring our own intuition because we think oh well they think I can't do it so maybe I actually can't do it and you question your own you know sense of what is the right thing to do I came across when I was researching a few studies that had been carried out um, that actually show that in terms of communication as well between people, 70 to 93 percent of it is non-verbal. So a study that a Dr. Morabian, I'm not sure if I've said that right, um, in the 1960s, he concluded that when dealing with other people, 
only 7% of the messages that we interpret from others is verbal by the words that we use. 38% was the tone of voice or the way that you say it. And 55% was body language. And I think about like, if you speak to somebody and you say, hi, how are you today? And they go, I'm fine. You know, straight away, you can tell by the tone of their voice that they're not fine, even though their words say that they are. They might look like they're quite, you know, sort of depressed and um, low. And so those cues tell you a lot more than the words that they're actually saying. And I think that's quite an obvious way of like where your intuition is, is actually saying to you, right, they're saying they're fine, but I can tell by the tone of their voice and the way that they look that they're absolutely not fine. That's kind of like bringing it back to real basics. But that's the kind of thing that we need to be looking out for, not just with people. I mean, absolutely, you need, I, I feel like it's it's worth being wary of other people and whether their actions, as they say, actions speak louder than words, you know, whether their actions kind of do speak louder than some of the words, but also to kind of think, right, well, I can tell when someone's saying something and they actually mean something else, how can I use that kind of feeling and interpret that in other areas of my life to actually help me find a bit more clarity? I've noticed how actually I am in tune with, I I don't know, different vibrations of different people. Mm. As I said, you know, there's certain individuals. I just think there's something off. It's just that we're not compatible in some way or there's something about them I just do not like. But then there's other people like you. If, you know, we talked about this before where, you know, at the age of 11 or 12, I was drawn to you. You know, I was drawn to your energy. So there was something there that made me think, right, this is somebody who is going to be compatible with me in my life in some yeah. way so it is it is so important but I think the crux of it is that I think if we can all just slow down and try and find some day some time in our day to actually just do nothing even if it's sitting in the garden or sitting in your house in complete silence and just noticing like what you hear around you to distract from any thoughts that you've got going on it enables a little bit of space for clarity you know, and the, I, I, at the moment, I'm getting up a little bit earlier and I use the um, extra half an hour in the morning to do that sort of practice. But you could do it any time of day, you know, whatever work, works in your in your daily schedule. You could just set aside half an hour like I do or, or an hour if you've got more time, do it before bed. But I think it's so important that we start to understand um, what our intuition is telling us and almost try and slow everything and quieten those thoughts so that you're not constantly thinking this is what happened today this is what's happened tomorrow I'm worried about this or I'm worried about that and you almost not eliminate it because I don't think it's something well, I, I can't eliminate it anyway but almost like turn the volume down on those kinds of thoughts and just allow like what you actually want to do and any clarity on decisions you've got to make come to fruition yeah I love that because I I use my time running for that, actually. Mm. I use that. That's my time where I don't have... I listen to podcasts, but I don't have any other distractions. I have no phone. I have no kids. I have no boyfriend. I have no, no, no housework. I have nothing. And I haven't been running for the last couple of weeks because I've been so busy and... The weather's been insane and I can't run in this heat because I feel like I'm just going to melt into a puddle. But I've, I went yesterday 
for the first time in a couple of weeks. And I just felt so much better in my, not, not even a physical element, but like a mental element, because I had allowed for the last couple of weeks, my life to become crazy again. And for it to be so busy and with work and family life. And my brain just felt like it was overloaded almost. And I felt like I didn't really know where to focus. I wasn't listening to myself anymore. And for me, that's where I get the running. So Lisa might sit outside with a cup of tea in the morning and just have that half an hour on her own. For me, I need to get out and I combine that with some physical exercise. And that makes me feel so much better. And and when I haven't, I can mentally feel the shift, actually. Um, And yesterday was amazing. And I I had a really good evening and I woke up today feeling positive. and, And it was definitely a mental shift for me. Yeah, like definitely. I think it's so important that like, as you say, you use it as running as your time to mm. kind of like quiet down the mind and like exercise is perfect for that. Like it's it's such a good energy release as well, like for stress and, and things like that. And I think, yeah, whatever you find that gives you that space to kind of switch off from work, family life, any dramas that are going on, I think anything that you know you can find time for to just dedicate to you and switching off those thoughts a little bit is perfect yeah 100% and I think um something to think about as well is about some people that have followed their intuition and have become hugely hugely successful so JK Rowling we've spoke about her before and how she had a love of writing um she believed in the book's that she was writing, despite the many, many rejections from publishers that she had, she still kept going. She believed in what she was doing and now has sold millions of books. We've got Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. She's now multimillionaire and her started when she cut the feet out of her tights to wear under her trousers to give her a slimming effect. Um, And even more successfully is Richard Branson. He started with a mail order company and has become one of the UK's biggest entrepreneurs and founder of the Virgin Group. So they followed their intuition despite other people telling them that it can't be done, despite other people telling them that they were wrong. They continued to follow their intuition and have created multi-million pound empires, which is amazing. Yeah, that is that is amazing. And and that's the thing. And they've all gone with what their guts told them, you know, and kept through it. And I think, you know, like linked to the other things that we've talked about in the past is even when other people are sort of saying they don't have confidence in you or, you know, that they're sort of trying to not trying to actively, but like creating that self-doubt. That's when if your gut's telling you this is what I want to do, you persevere and amazing things can happen. I sometimes look at that as a challenge, you know. I think you tell me I can't do it, watch me do it. Yeah. Watch me buy the house of my dreams. Watch me have the career that you said I wasn't going to have. Watch me lose weight. Watch me, I don't know, whatever it might be, whatever is your thing that you want to do and and you have people doubting you around you. It's almost like you have to say to you, whether you say it to them or whether you say it to yourself, it's like, watch me do it. I'm going Mm. to do it because if you believe in yourself, it's going to happen. You just have to believe and have the strength and almost use it as a, like a F you, watch yeah. me do it. 
Yeah. And I think you you can achieve so much with yeah. that attitude. Definitely. I think as long as it's in alignment with what you want as well and not mm. just out of stubbornness, you know, because that's the thing. It's like, you know, if you're doing something just to go, well, I'm going to prove you wrong, that's the mm. wrong reason. But if it's something that you believe in and it fits in with your beliefs and values, then absolutely 100%. You know, it gives you that motivation to actually prove everyone that you can do it. But ultimately, you know, I think the best thing is to do it for yourself and not for anybody else yeah. because that's where you know you you get such a more greater sense of achievement I think is is just for doing things purely for yourself and just trusting your own instincts yeah yeah 100% and that links back to the Jay-Z doesn't it where his uncle didn't mm. believe that he could do it and he was like I'm going to do this yeah and he believed in himself and he did yeah, and I, yeah. And, yeah you yeah. can achieve anything if you put your mind to it and, and like you say if you're aligned with what you want is mm-hmm. the most important thing because if you don't believe it you might say you're going to do it but if you don't believe it it may not pan out for you you have to fully be all in mm-hmm. and really want it definitely so I think we are almost coming to an end um but I would like to throw one more um quote in I think from our Richard Branson since we touched on him and his journey and he said I rely far more on gut instincts than researching huge amounts of statistics Mm. so I think that's the fact that he's made this multi-million if not billion pound empire and he's done that on gut instinct you know he took a risk because there are when you're doing something on such a grand scale for him it's scary actually that he hasn't used statistics with some stuff but I mean maybe he has but I think the gut instinct like I just said is is so powerful and Mm. if you truly believe in what you're doing if you truly believe that it's the right thing for you you're really going to go far so if Richard Branson can do it then you can (laughs) too (laughs) absolutely Right. Well, that does bring us to the end of this week's episode. Thanks once again for listening. Um, Please like and follow our social media pages and we'll bring you a brand new episode next week on Make It Happen Today.